0: It's 13 minutes after 8, and we need to change gears just a bit, because we do have an interview for you. It's going to be a pretty brief interview, because we have another one that's scheduled to start at uh, 8.20 this morning. Um, Apparently, a bit of challenges. Let's welcome to our program here this morning to speak to us, um, out of uh, Jamaica, social and political commentator, Dr. Nadine Spence. Good morning to you.
1: Good morning,
0: how are you? I'm fine. It's nice to have you with us. Uh, it's unfortunate that we had all of those challenges taking place because we do have another interview that's scheduled for not long from now, but our topic this morning was supposed to focus on the some of the things that we've seen coming out of Jamaica. Um, Jamaica uh, Jamaica's been able to see a, a decline in its murders um, and that has that has been an uh, an interesting discussion as to what was done to to result. in in this decline? Because here at home, we have a discussion about murders. Our murder figure at the end of 2022 was the highest ever, 600 and something. And we ended 2023, not too far off, 570 something as well. So getting a hand on murders in this country is is important. What did Jamaica do?
1: A number of things. Um, If you have been watching the conversations coming out of Jamaica, you realize that Emphasis on on changing, developing, perhaps making more sophisticated policing strategies, um, and that um, one of the one of the focus to that police support to investigate murders. Um, so. It's been um it's been a lot of things. There, there have been infrastructural changes with police police stations being rebuilt and refurbished. Um, more resources were allocated to the bud- budget so that police could get new uniform uniforms, for example, so that they could get more cars on the road so that um, police could be trained in different areas of policing um, going beyond the basic training. There have been legislative changes in in, in, in ensuring that offences that are brought um, before the court, that the police have to investigate, are, are made so that crimes can be more prosecutable. Um, policy changes for the police themselves that makes the force a friendlier place that responds more to the needs of the police so that they are promoted. Um there have been significant increases in their in in their salaries. So um, there have been support provided from social services in communities that are most depressed. but also the government has used um, states of public emergency in areas where where there has been an increase in the numbers of murders and shootings they have put more boots on the ground. They've kind of ensured that those areas are carded off carded off and controlled. Um, so a lot I think a lot of the the changes that we will see in the police force or that we have been seeing, um, the impacts of them we will begin to see over a period of time. So I, I suspect if the commitment continues if the resources continue to be poured into the force, um, if the changes and the transformation continue, we will continue to see a trending down of crime and and particularly uh, murder. But there have been a number of initiatives taken within the force, not just the force, the justice system generally, including the court system, how, how um, crimes are prosecuted, how long it takes for a court, for a court case to be settled, um, the, the relationship between the police and the um, prosecutor, uh, has, called prosecutors uh, have also changed, the public prosecutor has also changed. And um, because one of the things we hear our DPP, the, the director of public prosecutions, talk about regularly nowadays is that they're collaborating with the police to ensure that when a crime is prosecuted it it is done in a way that won't see um the court system saying that you know the way it was investigated and presented is not such that it can be prosecuted and again i said there's a legislative front where our our politicians and policy are going through the, the the stages to make sure that um laws are upgraded um that new laws are brought into effect and uh, and that that respond to the challenges of uh, of policing Jamaica in this current time mm-hmm. so there have been a number of changes
0: yeah i know that this is very important for jamaica for for, for more than one reason apart from the fact that well, you need to restore that sense of control and safety for your, your, and security for your citizens. Tourism is a big deal in Jamaica, and a crime, a crime situation that is out of control, that is seen as out of control, is definitely a dagger to the heart of tourism in, in any instance. So we know that this was very important. Um, unfortunately, we do have much time, because I do have another interview, and the guest is already waiting. But um, the, the measures that were put in place included what has been described as curfews in various parts of Jamaica. How did the public in Jamaica respond to the imposition of curfews?
1: Different people have responded differently. In fact, one of the things that is unfortunate about this is that it has become very partisan in terms of how people have responded to it. So, 2020 Jamaica... And I'm a part of this, the Crime Monitoring and Oversight Committee, the CIMAC, which is a a public partnership between, uh, a, a partnership between civil society, the private sector, the church, government, and the opposition that said, okay, we think some things are critical and we will, we will support the government, we will support these decisions. And uh, this was one of them. But there was a law that was supposed to be instituted that would facilitate um, and it wouldn't be called curfew, but the same kind of arrangement so the public in a way is in support of of um curfews um I think that what has happened is that there have been they have been used extensively and so people are a little bit confused about whether or not the government has a crime strategy or if they're relying too heavily on curfews but um so the conversation in the public is uh is government relying too extensively on the use of 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 curfews um is this is this too is this too hard on this idea of living in a the principle of democracy and living in a country that is open, transparent, and free when you see so much boots on the ground. And and so in some, in some places, that is not seen as acceptable. But generally, in spaces where police are in large numbers, those people um, respond positively, except where there are um, complaints of human rights abuses and so on. So I think it has been mixed. I think there are some Jamaicans who find the presence of the police reassuring when they come into a community and and are in there for a while. The shooting goes down and people feel freer on the streets, but then there are also situations where some of the actions of the police, um, the detention of people without trial and without charges being laid on them, and uh, where it is felt that human rights abuses have have been um have taken place people have protested those so i i think it's um it's been a mixed bag it's been a mixed bag and the responses Mm -hmm. to the curfews have been um varied you know this year an important trial will case will will evolve in our courts with the opposition taking the government to court over the use of states of public emergencies or curfews. So um, we will see how that one goes. We will see how the court system responds to the challenge now be faced by the government from the opposition that we are seeing too much uh, use, reliance, too heavier reliance on states of public emergency.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, Dr. Spence, we're going to have to leave it this morning, but we probably will schedule another interview Because there are similarities in what's going on in Jamaica and what's taking place here at home. And there is the need for us to analyze how things have worked, how things have not worked, so that we could probably uh, put some of those in place here at home as well as we grapple with a a crime situation that is out of control. Thank you once again for being with us here this morning. It was nice chatting with you. Thanks for having me. And that's how we end our interview here this morning. Um, with Dr. Nadine Spence, a social and political commentator from Jamaica.